Welcome to the Keel Hauled Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of Sea of Thieves news to cover today, so tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you had yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. It is the fourth anniversary of Sea of Thieves. That's right. We've been sailing this ship for four years. I hope you guys are enjoying the Golden Glory weekend that happened. Uh, there was some login bonuses, so hopefully you guys got a chance to dive into that. We're going to be talking a little bit about what we got this weekend as uh, the celebration continues on. Hopefully you all had a good time. I'm going to share uh, one story that I did want to talk about because it was just a really fun adventure. I even clipped it on uh, the Twitch stream that I was having with Davram. So for those of you uh, who who don't know, I've been doing this for four years. Um, I've really had a good time with it, and I think I, I figured I would just dive into the history of, of these anniversaries and see what we've gotten. So, going to be an interesting week, I think. Uh, I have got some feelings and some, some thoughts that I want to cover as well. But all that and more on this four year anniversary of Sea of Thieves Killhold podcast. But before we get into any of that, I have to thank the patrons because they're the ones that went over to patreon.com forward slash keelhog podcast to support this content and to help make sure that I have an opportunity to go to SOT Fest over in the UK this summer. It's making a huge difference in whether or not I'm going to be able to afford the tickets for that. And I want to thank them personally for uh, being able to help contribute to that as well as the other content that I'm, I'm making for this. So uh, I want to thank you guys. It means the world to me. We're we're now at 45 patrons, which is insane to think that a Sea of Thieves podcast got 45 patrons uh, to help support this. So, and I do encourage anyone that is a Gold Hoarder tier, if you do, feel free to join in on the Gold Hoarder episodes. You know, we're going to keep trying to do those as much as we can uh, to make sure that if, uh, you know, if everyone has an opportunity to kind of share their comments or their thoughts and stuff in, in, a, in a friendly fashion that is respectful of everyone, then we're going to keep trying to do that with as many people as possible. And I'll try to moderate as as best as I can. Uh, but I wanted to thank uh, all the patrons out there. So thanks to People's Republic, Elcute, Captain Hasco, Chateau Neuf, Cloud, Cosmic Johnson, Davram TV, El Jefe Esteban, Fallen, Fergatron, Captain Vane, Trickster, Jabaro5, Kazia the Rogue, King Flameheart, Nightstar, who's new, welcome Nightstar, join the crew, uh, Lumpy SRQ, Ocarian Darth, Dub Dub Goose, Evil Morpheus, Xbox Mike 29, Munchie, Registella, Savage Hamster, Norwegian, Tarnished Film, TN Professor, Real Big Tuna, Uriel Canes, Big Bad Pad, Mina Fairy, Super Pack, Music Me, The Lore Chronologist, Dead Eye Dre, Murphy Lives, Neon, Evil Martha, Peter Miller, Ruski Doo, Skinny Matt, Straw Hat Connor, Thor Von Blitz, Void, Windsor Chris, and Zam. Wow. Thank you all so much for your support. Again, it really does help and it means a lot to me. Uh, shout out to Tarnished Film, who won't be able to make it to next week's Gold Hoarder episode. Uh, they had a really interesting idea that I wanted to post to anyone that's going to be listening to this. Uh, they said that uh, for their idea for the topic, uh, I still would like to contribute a topic uh, to it uh, and simply to ask everyone if you're noticing a major increase in Reaper emissary ships on the servers this season and not just your regular Reapers, but sweat lords that are going uh, to come after you for any reason. They don't care if you have loot or even a flag. They've been everywhere and man, are they salty. So I wanted to uh, pose this to them. We're going to be talking uh, hopefully a little bit more about it with the up upcoming episode next week um so if if you're a gold hoarder and you're listening to this uh think about that think 
about what your experience has been like on the Sea of Thieves ever since Arena shut down. I'd kind of like to touch on that and just get a, a gauge for what everyone's feeling uh, with with Arena being gone. Um, I've definitely noticed some some more COD players on on Sea of Thieves lately, so I'd like to talk to to you guys and find out uh, how you're all feeling. But thank you to the 45 patrons who have supported me this much. Uh, it means a lot. I can't wait to see uh, more people join up. Obviously, it means it means the world to help try and get the support because it gets me closer to being able to do this as like a full-time gig you know if I, if I get to that point then yeah I'm going to be doing a lot more streaming I'll be able to do a lot more I'll be able to justify being able to do that kind of stuff and, and actually support and start working on making this an, an actual job as opposed to uh, just the hobby that it has been for the last four years so thank you to everyone um, this is it's, it's kind of a weird episode this week as we get into uh, the the different things as we're kind of talking about adventure and stuff um, I feel like I've covered a lot already but I've got some additional content out in the last week that I, I want to point you towards as well too Ahoy there, pirates. Today, first on the docket, let's dive into some information that came to us pretty late, which uh, made it really tough for me to be able to warn people about this. Um, this is something that if they were planning on doing this, I think they should have announced it at least a week in advance to give people some time to uh, plan for it. Um, it's, it's one of those things where at this point, if you're playing Sea of Thieves and you plan on playing uh, year after year after year, definitely anticipate that March 20th uh, of that year will be the anniversary of the game and that they will plan on doing something for it. Uh, they've done Golden Glory weekends in the past, and this is no different. So I, I try to recommend folks uh kind of keep that in mind you know if it's if it's coming up um just like your your normal anniversaries in life if you want to be able to log in to get this the cosmetics that they plan on giving away which they typically do uh you'll definitely want to make sure to block out some time on the on or around the 20th uh to be able to do that so this one is no different. Um, I'm going to list off some of the things that they uh, announced for the celebration. Um, there's a lot going on, but a lot of it is tied to marketing uh, and less celebration. So it's it's hard for me to sit there and be like, oh, you know what? You, you, you didn't you missed out on all this really amazing stuff if you didn't log in because you really you actually didn't. Um, a lot of the stuff that was coming as a result of the celebration uh, which lands smack dab in the first quarter of the season six uh, is going to be the golden sailor uh, wheel which is part of the golden sailor set which um, i think the we've had a few pieces of this released but not a lot uh, you've, you've been able to get the um, watch the speaking trumpet and the blunderbuss all for tying your social media accounts to the Sea of Thieves website, which uh, while I'm speaking on this, I might as well bring this up now because um, this was something that kind of rubbed me the wrong way when we first heard about this. And it wasn't something that was really promoted because there were some issues with it. So uh, to kind of take a little side note, and I'll, I'll get back to the kind of the, the anniversary celebration in a second here, but I figured this is worth diving into as we're talking about the Golden Sailor items. Uh, the Golden Sailor items are basically just the normal Sailor items, but just a gold variant of those um, that, that you can get for different things. They're not something that you can go buy. You have to be able to earn these uh, in, in the loosest term of, uh, of, of loosest meaning of earning as you possibly can. So if you head over to seethieves.com forward slash social dash swag 
you'll be able to find a web page and this is going to be under the uh, community tab i believe if you go to the community hub and if you head down to the I'm, I'm trying to make sure that i can actually find this again if you head down to the very bottom uh where it says kind of like the different things it'll show like uh, spotlight articles it'll show featured partners um, different community content uh, there's a a section there for uh, insiders and creator crew and affiliate alliance they've got uh, some fan resource uh, sites like the see if wiki and the see if reddit um, i definitely think that there could be some more of that kind of stuff you know let's get like the blog post up there let's get mermaids uh, website up there um, let's get uh, i'm trying to think of some other ones what is that rare thief rare thief's been going forever they're an amazing resource why aren't they on here uh, let's also expand it out to um, podcasters while we're at it you know we've got a few podcasts running uh, both on youtube and on podcasting services now i think it'd be great to showcase some of us uh, on there as well, just to kind of give people some variety. Uh, you know, if we're giving them uh, resources like the wiki and the Reddit, we're giving them Twitch streamers uh, and and featured articles and content creators as far as like making things uh, that are that are like crafts and stuff like that or music. Um, let's let's go let's go the extra mile. Let's let's bring up some of the uh, some of us us audio fans out there that just want to make some audio content um, while we're doing it. But if you head to the very bottom of the community hub tab in the community. Uh, section of the website at the very bottom there you've got the pirate academy which kind of helps teach you some valuable lessons you've got the pirate profile that kind of gives you your stats for your pirate and then on the very right you've got social swag and this is designed to help try and give people an idea of the different social media sites that are available right now there's only two that you really need to worry about and the two that you sign up for are what you will actually get the golden sailor watch and the golden sailor speaking trumpet when you link your accounts to your uh, sea of thieves microsoft account you can unlink these at any time um, at, when they first came out the permissions that it requested were kind of egregious uh, and i can't remember if i talked about this or brought it up because I, I wasn't too happy with just how much access they were requesting for your different accounts as someone who runs an entire discord server for fans uh, I don't know that I wanted to give full administrative privileges to Sea of Thieves to be able to have, you know, by linking my account. Um, I don't know that I wanted to, to have them be able to see like every single post on every single thing that I do on Twitter because sometimes that's just like, it's just a little too far and it just kind of feels weird. So uh, with the anniversary update and them kind of showing off some of the Golden Sailor content, I thought I would go and take another look and see if they went ahead and uh, took another look at the permissions that they requested for your accounts to, for these items. And sure enough, they went and really shored up pretty much everything that you could possibly uh, uh, have for those those links uh, between the accounts so for twitter you really barely just get access to like tweets and protected tweets and then your your information on twitter not having access to anything or be able to add delete or remove any tweets they can't uh, post in your behalf um, and same thing with discord they can't speak for you they can't delete your account they can't gain access to any servers or anything it's literally just getting access to your name your banner and your user tag and that's that's pretty much it which i'm fine with because that information tends to be rather public for the most part hence the social social media so if you go onto that website and you link your accounts and again you can unlink them at any time and you don't lose the cosmetics but you will earn the golden sailor watch the golden sailor speaking trumpet 
And when you do that, you can get the bonus reward, which is the Golden uh, Sailor Blunderbuss, which I think originally was actually another social media channel. And I think they've uh, changed that now so that it's not. I think it used to be Instagram or Facebook. I can't quite recall. Uh, but at the time, that was definitely something where it was a little it was a little rough that they wanted to do that. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that they decided to move away from that because it was definitely it was just a little too much information for, for my own safety or for my own feelings. You know, like I didn't want to give them that much information or control over my social media accounts. So uh, with this, kind of getting back to the anniversary update, if you were able to log in between the 18th and the 21st, uh, you should be able to have the Golden Sailor wheel for uh, a cosmetic all automatically like added to your account. So if you head over to the Shipwright, it should be in the wheel section. You should be able to have it there as well. Um, this kind of coincides with the uh, Golden Sailor cannons. The Golden Sailor cannons were actually a year two anniversary uh, gift that they gave to us. So the cannons and the wheels are from two and four. Uh, the cannon flare, which you have to buy from Lorena, that was being sold at 110,000 gold, which I think was kind of crazy that they're asking for that much for a cannon flare, first off, and for two, that it was uh, one that was tied to the golden sail sailor set as part of the celebration. Uh, I think that should have been something that was either a lot cheaper or just given away. Um, but I, I'm not really sure what the mentality there is, is that it's, it's gold. It's not like it's actual currency or anything. And then you had the golden sails or yeah, no, the prosperous cat. No, I'm thinking of two different ones. The golden skull sails was the year one uh, anniversary, or if I recall, um, I'm trying to remember if that was the case or not, because I know that they had the golden sailor stuff. No, no, the golden skull stuff that was for buying something in uh, in the month of um, like towards Black Friday, I think is what it was uh for 2019 i think it was 2019 you bought something during the the black friday sale then you could actually get the uh, golden skull sales i'm thinking of the prosperous captain ones the ones that look like a um uh captain's chest yeah the captain's chest with the with the ruby uh gem on the very top uh that was for the third anniversary weekend for sea of thieves so the first year that was um i just blanked what was the first year one did we get anything for the first year? I don't think we got anything for the first year, but I, I could be wrong on that. Second year was the Golden Sailor Cannons. Uh, third year was the Prosperous Captain Sails. And then the fourth year is now the uh, Golden Sailor Wheel. And on top of that, I think that's it as far as the different items that you can get that are Golden Sailor sets. Uh, but as far as anniversary gear, those are the three items. We haven't seen a hull. We haven't seen uh, a figurehead, although you can use the 35th anniversary rare figurehead. That was kind of cool that came out that had the griffin with a shield on it and the Roman numerals on this on the front that glowed uh that was pretty cool i can't think of anything else off the top of my head but uh you could definitely go into the game now and actually get a decent amount of gear um just based off of what the anniversaries offered which i kind of like i kind of like that they have that now so um with this year this one definitely feels like some of the the uh least celebrated stuff although there is definitely a lot of celebration but typically with um the anniversaries they'll usually have like a play for free weekend or they'll have a uh 50 off sale for sea of thieves so you can pick it up for like 30 bucks or 25 bucks you know it's, it's definitely a lot cheaper 
cheaper. Uh, they usually put it on sale. I haven't seen anything like that this this time around. So it feels kind of like a, a less celebrated version. Now, that is just from like a game perspective. Um, the one thing that they are doing for this anniversary update that is um, similar to some of the stuff that they've done in the past is they're actually celebrating last year's uh, cosmetics in the Emporium. So any of the Disney stuff, whether it be the Eternal Freedom or the, uh, the Davy Jones's stuff, uh, which I, for some reason I can't remember the name of his ship. And that kind of bugs me that I, can, I can't seem to remember what his ship was called or what the Emporium cosmetics were called. Uh, but those are all on sale as well as like the emotes, the weapon sets, the costumes, all of those things are all on sale right now. So if for some reason, uh, you haven't had an opportunity to pick those up, you've been holding off on them. Um, then now's actually a really good time for you to be able to get those and to, to be able to get them a lot cheaper than you typically would. So I would definitely take a look at the Emporium, especially if you're a big fan of Pirates of the Caribbean like I am, uh, and consider picking those up. As much as I would like to, uh, I am actually holding off because literally every penny that I get from Patreon uh, or, or just in the, the small amount of like personal funds that I afford myself for games is going towards uh, uh, tickets for Sea of Thieves Fest. Uh, I am still saving up for that. I have been trying very hard not to spend any money for <laughs> for anything that I don't have to. Um, I'm trying to think of the last thing I actually did buy. I think I did buy the uh, the the bundle of the costume for the the uh, the the latest outlaw set that came into the uh, Emporium. Uh, I ended up picking up that bundle uh for there because i just I, I don't know man i just i really loved <laughs> i just really love that set it's and the funny thing is i really haven't even spent that much time uh wearing the cosmetic set for the isle hopper outlaw stuff i have been using the weapons but i haven't been using the costume because the cosmetics that came in with the plunder pass uh have just been so good um, that I really haven't needed to feel like I want to wear that costume, but I do feel like I'll probably be wearing it sooner or later. So not looking at the actual game itself, let's talk about some of the stuff that came to uh, the celebration as a result of stuff for outside of the game. And that's in the form of merchandise. Uh, so that's kind of why I was talking about um, this feeling a little bit less of a celebration and a little bit more of a marketing kind of thing. Uh, we did get um, three shoes that were actually uh, set up as exclusive shoes for uh, Rare, for Sea of Thieves. I, uh, these look like kicks, which I love because I'm a fan of those and I really wanted to see if I could get those. These are Akitos. Um, one of them has the Sea of Thieves map, which is really, really cool. I actually really dig that one. Another one has uh, the Megalodon in a very stylized Megalodon look, which is also really cool. And then, then they've got this uh, white and black uh, set, which is actually the, the tattoos um that i i wish i could justify picking these up because they just look so good all of these are limited edition they're all based in uh sizes that i have no clue if they are uh, american sizes or um actually let me take a look here and take a look let's see quality materials cost of available currently available in uk sizes 
which I don't, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm a much different number in shoe sizes for UK compared to American sizes. And I don't even really remember those because I just wear boots. Uh, once in a while, I'll wear a pair of shoes, but I love these. They're beautiful. They're limited edition. Uh, you get a pair um, for 60 bucks American right now. Um, and, and hopefully you, you take some time to look up what your shoe size is in the UK and, uh, base it off of that. Cause otherwise it's going to be sad Panda for you. Um, but those are all available. You get 20% off right now, uh, in the store. And again, I really want them, but I can't because, uh, yeah, I just, I, I'm saving up for, for Sea of Thieves Fest. So I will, I will have to live out, live my life without these shoes. Um, even though I don't really go out too much because I work from home and I can kind of live with that, but that's okay. Still really love these. Uh, as we kind of move into the rest of it, I, I'm really happy to kind of see like with, with Sea of Thieves, they're still kind of doing some different stuff with the merchandise. And I think that's really awesome. Um, I think they've done a really good job of kind of looking at some of the different things that we would want, even though I think I still really want statues. I still really want figures. Um, those are kind of like my favorite things in, in for any kind of like purchasing things. Um, so hopefully we'll get those soon. Uh, and actually, uh, you know what? Uh, kind of fun fact, uh, we are kind of getting something like that with the U2s. Uh, so if you don't know, the U2s are uh, little kind of stylized figures. They're, they're adorable. And those are something that um, we have been, uh, we've had one round of those in the past. Uh, and now we're getting another one that's actually coming back on the 25th of March, uh, so next week. And kind of the cool thing about those is we're going to be getting some different types of characters. So we had like a skeleton, we had, uh, what was it, the gold hoarder before. Um, this time around, uh, we're going to be getting some more creatures, which I actually really like. I think they're really adorable. So... Uh, this time we're getting Captain Briggsy, uh, which just looks super adorable. Uh, we're getting the Gold Hoarder, uh, which I thought was the first round, but it's actually a second one. We're getting a Megalodon and then a Ghost Ship. Um, and they're they're so cool. I'm, I really, I think I'm going to have to get the uh, the Megalodon Briggsy. I, I really do want to get these. I really do. Um, and I'm kind of bummed that I didn't get the first ones, but I'm, I was kind of okay because they got the ones that I wasn't really interested in. But man, a Captain Briggsy's uh, little little figure is just too adorable. And the Megalodons look amazing. And the Ghost Fleet is, I, I'm going to, I already have the Loot Crate Ghost Ship, which they just uh, uh, announced a, a crate that was actually going to have a glow in the dark version with uh, the, the little bottle. And this one actually has a stand, which I'm really annoyed by because the first one that I got uh, didn't come with a stand and I really wanted a stand after seeing it. Um, so I think I might have to look up for when later on if if they do this, because right now they do the loot crates where you can kind of piece together stuff. And someone was able to find out that you could get the original Sea of Thieves uh, ghost or no skeleton ship in a bottle through one of those build a program ones. So I may keep an eye out on loot crate and see if I can get them. Uh, but yeah, so the loot U2s, um, which is uh, Y-O-U-T-O-O-Z, if you're not sure over on Twitter. Uh, again, March 25th, 
they're bringing back some Sea of Thieves merch. I love it. They look adorable. It's the Gold Hoarder looking crazy. It's Briggsy looking adorable. It's the Megalodon being awesome and a, a really beautiful looking uh, stylized version of a ghost ship. So uh, if you, <laughs> and Xbox Mike 29 again uh, commenting, of course, uh, saying, uh, are you trying to make me bankrupt and uh, hilarious uh, grabbing an image and saying I never asked to be purchased. Um, so, so fun to see uh the this kind of merch coming out but i really want like just a, a nice beautiful figure i've got figures in my room already that probably around 100 bucks is, is usually what i look for and uh because of that um they're kind of nice stylized versions roughly somewhere between 8 to 12 inches tall just beautiful detail like i love those types of figures i want those types of statues uh to, to be able to set up because they they really kind of showcase a room and a, and a thing you can put little things around them because pop figures are always nice but they're always the same height and i love variance in the in the merchandise that i get having the different levels kind of really builds a nice display when you're trying to to put this up so the I, I'm glad that we're getting stuff like this. This this actually had the YouTube's had nothing to do with the actual merchandise sale that's going on right now. That's only the the twenty percent off in the rare store. So they have things like the Monopoly set, the International Women's Day uh, T-shirts that were going out, some coins, uh, things like that to kind of help kind of cut the cost. Especially if you're living in the U.S. and you have to get these shipped over. Uh, boy, howdy, does that get expensive real quick? So um, try and bundle some stuff up. Uh, I think the last thing I thought I think I, I bought that holiday sweater, which I actually really like. But I think that was the last thing that I picked up. So that was it as far as the actual anniversary stuff. Uh, the video was kind of nice because it talked about something that happened a little bit ago, um, which was actually the charity stream uh, that, that happened. And I can't remember what the actual end goal was or what the end uh, uh, price was or, or not price, but uh, money collected for, for special effect. But um, just really beautiful to see them constantly reaching out to partners to have them brought in um, it, with with Davram and, and myself streaming on on the weekends, uh, I'm, I'm, I really would love to, to actually get more involved with these things, like being able to at least play during the night for regular hours and actually be available. Uh, I would love to actually have time to be able to jump on some of these weekends, like events and stuff and actually see if I can get uh, involved with them. It'd be nice because um, I keep seeing a lot of people that I don't know and I've been around forever. So I think I need to do something to try and get more involved with that stuff. Uh, reach out to some friends and see if they can uh, put me in contact with uh, whoever's heading up, uh, reaching out to different people for those. Or maybe it's just for partners and maybe I just need to become a full-time streamer. And I don't know how I'm going to do that because that's a, that's a feat in itself. Ahoy there, pirates. This is the ad for this episode. And I did want to let you know if you wanted to avoid these and just get a regular filler, you can head over to the Patreon. There's a special feed just for patrons that get the ad-free version. If you want to keep listening, though, I can't say I blame you because this week I want to let you know about Loot Crate and getting 15% off of most crates and crate subscriptions when you use the link and code Robots Radio in the show notes. Also, you can head over to audiobooks.com, get your first three audiobooks for free, and that can include any 
32 VIP books or use the affiliate link for Green Man Gaming. If you're a PC gamer, you'd like to save money on games. It's one of the benefit of being a PC gamer. Head over to Green Man Gaming. You can get codes for Steam, Epic, any of the different stores that they have deals going on. They have deals going on all the time. And if you plan on buying there, please consider using our affiliate link. All of that goes straight to me through the network. Thank you all so much for everything that you do to support this podcast. It means the world to me and I continue to try and improve the quality and the content for you. With that, Pirates, let's get back to the show. The next thing that I wanted to dive into is speculation. Uh, we're going to be diving into some feelings about the Sea of Thieves uh, sea forts, and I wanted to touch on a couple things that we found out this week uh, as we were kind of getting closer and closer towards the next uh, adventure. It feels like the adventure got pushed back. Um, I I remember this was supposed to come out. It, the the It was supposed to be two weeks for the duration, and then we would have a week off, and then we would have two more weeks, and it feels like there's been two weeks in between uh, when we had the adventure end and when we had the the new adventure coming so the next adventure uh, there's going to be a trailer and the trailer is for something called the forts of the forgotten which is very interesting there's a uh, premiere going out in uh, on march 21st this is going to be 9 a.m pacific time uh, 5 p.m gmt and then whatever it is for the weird east coast people uh in their weird times and i won't even get into central because that's just a, a whole headache there but um no it's it's going to be 1 p.m uh eastern standard time and then uh, noon for for central uh australia is the one that i can never remember because that actually is kind of a, a weird number it's not just like a straight eight two or uh three i think yeah uh so we're getting forts to the forgotten it's the next sea of thieves adventure uh we're anticipating this coming out on the march uh 24th which is the thursday the last thursday of the the month and i i'm kind of curious um i had some feelings uh about the sea forts as far as like what was coming what what they're going to be doing uh i talked about it i believe last episode where we were talking about season of the dark relics and uh it, it feels like we're kind of getting to this culmination of what that's going to entail with these sea forts um Forts of the Forgotten, obviously tied to the Phantoms. Um, I think we're finally going to be getting a little more information about how these forts came into the Sea of Thieves, uh, which I'm I'm hopeful for because we really have not had a whole lot of explanation. They just kind of appeared. Uh, we we understood that they were coming as a result of a uh, degradation of the veil between the Sea of the Damned and the Sea of Thieves, but we don't know what instigated that. Once we actually get to the forts, we see there's a lot of uh, uh, kind of scrolls with a lot of um, runes on them and just kind of implications that it's it's Wanda the Warsmith uh, that might have have implicated or might have actually kicked this up. Um, I had a good discussion this week with Captain Blubber. Uh, he invited me back onto his uh, unofficial official Sea of Thieves or, or official unofficial Sea of Thieves podcast over on YouTube. Uh, I'll go ahead and put a link in the show notes if you want to go listen to that. Uh, I kind of dive into some of the, the feelings that I have about what we're going to be getting with the forts because um 
I'm pretty sure I talked about this last episode, so I'll just kind of recap for now. But I feel like the uh, prison key is something that will get introduced with the Pirate Legend Tales, kind of similar to the shrines. When we got these shrines, uh, there was a an overall voyage that was kind of uh, offered up once you had gone through and read all the journals and visited all of the shrines. Uh, I think that because we have a commendation right now that allow that asks you to go visit all of the different uh, uh, sea forts, I think we're going to find ourselves in a situation where we have another one of these uh, Lorena voyages that kicks up that gives us the opportunity to expand the lore and the content with these sea forts, which I'm, I'm looking forward to if that's the case. Uh, I think we're going to find out how we're actually going to be able to find a um, one of these prison sale cells, uh, prison cell keys, and I think it's going to tie to um, a voyage that Lorena will sell I don't know if it'll be it might be gold but I have enough I have a feeling it'll be just like what with the uh, shrines where they'll do doubloons um, which I'm fine with that's fine I've got plenty of doubloons I'm not worried about you know how many I have or anything like that I've been turning in my gifts and stuff uh, whenever I whenever possible so the interesting thing though is I've been leaning towards this being something with uh, Wanda for a long time now um, with her being kind of the the initial creator of these dark relics uh, as far as we know and because of that, uh, when I saw the premiere for the Forts of the Forgotten Adventure on YouTube, um, which is about 14 hours away from time of recording, it's got the Servant of Flame on there, which I, I should have kind of taken into account given that the first adventure took place uh, on Shipwreck Bay and involved the Servant of Flame heading up the Reaper's Chests and having those like buried and, and placed up and, and kind of gave us the, the Soul Flame Captains. Um, I'm starting to wonder if wanda is kind of mia for these uh we haven't seen her it seems much much more focused on the servant of flame uh especially if i if i take into account that the servant of flame is the uh proposed voice for the person who was uh, during the orb stream um present uh we had bell at the fireplace and then we had uh the servant of flame or, or uh, flameheart jr's voice kind of in the background telling us what's going on uh with with what's coming and i have a feeling that maybe maybe i was off on uh the warsmith and and if you listen to to the uh episode with captain blubber i'm a lot more sure-footed on the wanda thing and now that I think about it, the more I think about it, the more I, the more I kind of like dwell on it. I'm, I'm starting to question my own my own like uh, feelings on it and wonder maybe I'm off on this and that it's actually one of those things where the, the servant is the one that's actually gathered up all of these dark relics and stuff and started to implement some sort of thing going on with the sea forts. Um, I don't know why, though. I think that's the biggest question in my mind is I just want to know why sea forts uh, outside of just like an interesting thing to bring to the game. It doesn't really add much outside of that. So what what is the kind of what, what was the instigation for these forts to, to be brought over? Uh, you know, it's it's weird that we had like old boot fort and that was Captain Grey Morrow and that was a shift uh, because of the dark relics. And now we have just straight up forts out of nowhere uh, from a very different time but decorated with items from Sea of Thieves uh, when, we're, when there's no indication that these sea forts were originally in the Sea of Thieves, but maybe they were and we just don't, didn't have that information. I, I'm so confused that I want to I know more about what's going on with them. So I'm looking forward to the trailer. It's interesting that the trailer is going to be coming out 
days before the actual adventure goes, but that's typically how trailers go. Um, so I, I guess that's kind of par for the course now that I think about it. So I'm not too worried about that. Uh, but I do think that it'll tie to us unlocking a voyage uh, that I think is probably going to give us uh, soul flame captains in the sea forts. I don't know if that it'll do it for every single sea fort. I think it's going to be kind of like the shrines where we had the, uh, the 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 relic that was just kind of like you went you went and took it to one specific sea fort and you could do this. This just offers the opportunity in case one of the sea forts isn't active. And I think what's going to happen is, is that instead of the uh, Spanish phantoms that will that typically spawn there we, you'll have to clear it out and then once you clear it out you can unlock the cell with the prison key activate whatever ritual was there and that will kick up the sea fort again but the sea fort will then have soul flame captains and phantom reapers uh as the enemies and you'll have to take down another set of five waves of them but they're going to be harder than the typical ones and that was kind of the idea kind of the discussion over uh sea forts and stuff with captain blubber we had a good discussion about difficulty um and how i believe difficulty is a matter of perspective based on your ability to play the game or your experience with the game whereas uh he does not believe that the that the sea forts are that hard i think it's a matter of perspective it, it depends on you know who you're talking to with the sea forts if it's hard for them then it's hard for them if it's if it's hard for me then it's hard for me but the sea forts aren't hard for me but i also chalk that up to how long i've been playing the game and how adept I am to to playing it in in general. So, um, with the with this the prison cell and with this this voyage that I have kind of worked up in my head, if that's the way they go, then I'm kind of looking forward to a little bit harder version of a sea fort, and hopefully they'll take the shrines uh, where they did have a little bit of lore, and they mostly just had them as kind of like uh, things to do that get you loot. And the journals led to the quest, which gave you more lore in the long run. Um, I'm hoping that they'll they'll kind of follow the same train of thought with uh, these sea forts, and that on the surface the sea forts are just kind of uh, templates that they've added a little bit of color to to try and uh, bring out what potentially could be a very beautiful painting. But with the actual uh, forts of the forgotten adventure, uh, whatever that unlocks will actually be the thing that really kind of, uh, paints the whole picture for the entire sea fort to give us an idea of, uh, how they got into Sea of Thieves, why they're in Sea of Thieves, who brought them into Sea of Thieves, and what is this going to do to impact the future of Sea of Thieves? Those are some of the, the things that have been kind of rolling around in my head, uh, over the, the last couple of weeks as we get into the, in, into the, the season six here. Um, Still very excited. We don't have any news about pirates, pirate legend voyages coming out, or the uh, the bump in value, or the bump in levels, uh, but or the cosmetics. But we did get a post uh, from Sea of Thieves that actually was it from Sea of Thieves. Let me double check this. Hold on. No, we still haven't gotten anything outside of the uh, features and stuff that came in the uh, Sea of Thieves Season 6 email. Uh, they did talk about that, and I don't know that I addressed it on this, but I might as well read from it so uh, you guys get an idea. Um, basically, the Sea of Thieves Season 6 uh, email came out, and there was a, a way to go check out some of the features that are coming with it. And, they, and we talked about this with uh, forts and stuff and defending your homestead. They've got stuff that's coming soon. Uh, while Sea of Thieves... Uh, sea forts arrive at the start of season six more new new features will follow in the season's later months including content specifically tailored to pirate legends uh, legend of the veil is what they're calling it 
on its later on its way later in season six is the brand new voyage uh with ever-changing challenges dramatic locations special maps and thrilling story beats and it's it's an experience that pirate legends won't want to miss enjoy a peek at some of the features below so it says uh, more map types uh, decipher new kinds of treasure maps as you hunt for the lost veil stones some have you seeking an island based on an image others ask you to figure out which clue is a lie i kind of like that actually now that i think about it uh, exciting experiences this voyage will take you through haunted islands shipwreck graveyards and ancient memories into climactic hitched battle against a ghost garrison emerging from the depths oh interesting Interesting. I didn't hear about this and I missed this part. Uh, raise your rank. Maximum rank with the Athena's Fortune Trading Company will be raised from 20 to 30. News, new cosmetics, commendations, and achievements can uh, can then be earned. I think this is in response to um, Emissaries. When Emissaries came out and Athena rank was raised from 10 to 20, uh, it was severely bugged. Um, and it was able to be uh, leveled far too fast, uh, given how the Emissaries were. Um, you could you could literally do uh, one Thieves Haven run, get your rank up to rank five, uh, get the voyage, uh, go and reset your rank, dig up the voyages uh, chests, and then get back up to five, and then go do, you know, you could cycle it far too easy. It was way too easy to get to, to level 20 in that instance. Uh, so a lot of people really didn't have the long grind that Athena 1 to 10 was uh, compared to 10 to 20. And I think that 10, uh, 20 to 30 is kind of a way for them to re reinstitute that long grind for Pirate Legends. And I think they're going to be offering uh, the new cosmetics as a result. Um, I'm wondering if they're going to be going with the golden Pirate Legend content, Pirate Legend content that was offered uh, in part when they uh, came out with the first anniversary. Anyone that had hit Pirate Legend in the first year uh, got specific golden pirate legend uh, tankard as well as a blunderbuss and a figurehead and ship set I think was what was uh, added to that um, so I'm wondering if we're going to be getting new cosmetics that is the uh, golden pirate legend uh, set and if that's going to be the case um, I'm also very curious when we're finally going to be getting those uh, pirate legend uh, sets uh, for the weapons the the weapons that were not the they weren't the one they're the ones that were from arena but not specifically uh, the arena cosmetics these ones in fact uh, some of the imagery that they recently showed off is actually different than what they initially showed uh, to begin with so um, initially what they showed off was uh, they they had the original which was the one that had the gold chains with the the purple stock uh, and the the green gems um, the uh, legendary stuff that they put out was actually the uh, or the golden stuff was the the silver chains with a gold stock and a in uh, in this um, this is a little bit different uh from what they initially showed off which the chains uh for the legendary weapons that are going to be coming to adventure not the arena stuff instead of having black chains with a purple stock and a gold muzzle uh these are going to have or not a gold muzzle a green muzzle uh these are going to be green with a purple stock um but they're going to have a black chain as opposed to the gold chain and i i kind of like the black chain a little bit more um it'll kind of balance the opposite of 
what my uh, Ferryman Blunderbuss is, which is a, a slightly different cosmetic, but a, a similar style too, with the chains wrapped around the, the muzzle of the Blunderbuss. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to these. I was never going to end up grinding out the arena stuff, and I'm glad that the arena players have their versions of the uh, Pirate Legend cosmetics. Um, I still have my Ferryman for the Obsidian Edge, and, and uh, I have other Obsidian Blades as well now too, so I don't need the Pirate Legend one. Uh, having a green one that's a Pirate Legend one actually looks good. I, I kind of like green and gold in general, so I'm totally fine with that. But um, I'm interested to find out kind of how these uh, new voyages are going to work out, and especially given the little bit of tease that they put in there about how you're going to have to figure out um, some of the clues and if there's one that is actually a lie or not. I kind of like that. So and having a, a new rank to get up to with Pirate Legend is exciting. I always love when I have an opportunity to grind that. Athena Emissary is always the hardest to get each month when you're trying to get those rewards. So I'm not uh, I'm not too worried if they want to bring in new ways to get Athena Emissary Ledger uh, position. I'm, I'm excited for that, um, especially given that, you know, it's it's the Athena stuff, I think, is the thing that has been hurting the most. Uh, I think it's the thing that has been uh, the most overlooked and and it's nice to get like a full full dedicated thing for um pirate legends for once so i'm looking forward to that uh but hopefully we'll hear about that soon i imagine probably in the first couple weeks of april if if they need i mean we're getting close to the middle of the season at this point Well, I had a really good weekend with Golden Glory. Uh, I think I was able to pull in um, close to about half a million dollars uh, or gold for just the the one voyage that we did. Um, pretty light weekend as far as like being able to do stuff. I, I ended up sailing with uh, some good folks this weekend and I had, had a good time. One of the best things that I got to do though, uh, well, two things. One of them was um, with the sea forts. You should know that there's a couple uh, hatches that you can use to kind of help drop treasure down from one floor to the next without having to run down the actual staircases. And there's typically one that is roughly about uh, right above the actual water area down in the base level. Um, I had a really awesome time uh, taking a keg and as uh, Big Bad Pad, one of the, the patrons, was rowing a rowboat with all of our treasure out of there, he was making a Yui out and I just happened he just happened to be coming around right above right where the hatch was right as I happened to have a keg and I was just going to drop the keg down in there for the sake of dropping the keg but the fact that he was there I just I felt like I had to light it and it was just a it was it was a compulsory act I, I cannot I cannot explain it away it just had to be done and I'm, I'm very sorry that it had to be him it would have been anyone hell it would have been just a, an empty a rowboat if, if if no one was there i still would have done it uh but i had a really good time um sailing with them before uh mina ferry and pad actually got onto the boat uh Davram and i were actually uh sailing around just two 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 crew to a, a galleon uh and we happened to be sailing by a bunch of uh pve sloops like Golden Glory obviously brings out a lot of PVE uh, players. They come out for the gold. They they try and get as much done as they can. And as we were just kind of uh, going around, there was a, a sloop over at Plunder Outpost just kind of parked in a very odd spot. Uh, so I hopped off, jumped over there, nothing on there. So I was like, all right, cool. Well, I'll leave a parting gift of a coconut on a stove. That's always a good good measure to do to any ship that you find out on the seas. 
if you're ever wondering like what the heck you should be doing always just coconut or a banana pineapple whatever it may be just put it on the stove it's a nice parting gift it'll let them know that you care so as i got back to the mermaid and back on the the boat uh, i noticed that our gal galleon was actually sailing by uh, crook's uh, hollow or yeah crook's hollow and as we were going by i noticed another sloop that we had kind of seen before they were flying an emissary it was the the one gold hoarder i think on the on the server at the time uh but they were parked in the middle of crook's hollow which aside from the fact that there's a cannon bearing down like from the upper level of that island already you really should not be parking in the middle of that bay um it's just a it's just a, a not a safe place to be parking a ship in general like never park in a bay if you can if you can handle it i hate parking where we park it for reaper's hideout i i think it's i would much rather just you know run the extra mile uh at a safer dock where you can actually disembark in a much safer fashion as opposed to having to deal with all the stupid little sandbars especially when you're in a galleon uh, which ended up being a really pain in, in, in Mike as Stern when we were trying to end the night. Um, but overall, uh, we, were, we were driving by or sailing by uh, Crook's Hollow and this little sloop crew was in there. Um, they, they were pretty casual players i would say for the most part i i can't really tell for sure but they they were kind of having a rough time of dealing with phantoms and uh, ocean crawlers uh but i i ended up shooting over which the fact that they didn't investigate the cannon shot was very interesting i i would say like anyone that's on a, an island if you hear a cannon shot and you don't and you check with your crew and it's not them you go look around and see like who's nearby because chances are it's a player. Uh, and, and if that's the case, then you need to, you know, go check your boat, make sure you're, you're being safe and stuff like that. They, they didn't they didn't heed any of this kind of wise advice that I'm giving now. Uh, so as a result of that, uh, I got over to the island and ran around to where they were parked in the bay. And of course, my mermaid was sitting right next to their ship giant flare up in the in the sky kind of letting me know that they're there they couldn't see it obviously but uh they didn't notice the the mermaid as uh either which i was very surprised by uh, but i managed to get onto their boat and as soon as i got onto their boat i started to see that they had a whole bunch of treasure and i was just going to go drop a coconut on their stove because of course it's a very kind thing to do uh little did i know that that amount of treasure called to me like abu in aladdin in the giant gemstone in the cave of wonders and i couldn't help myself i had to take i had to take all their treasure i had to take all their treasure i had to put it on their rowboat and get as much as i could uh they ended up dying and coming back to the uh to the ship and i heard them hot miking as a result and i panicked i ran downstairs and i was going to hide in a barrel uh on their bed and then realized that was a really dumb thing to do so i kind of like went up to the edge of the bed and then hid in a barrel they jumped off the ship no concern i'm glad i didn't put the coconut because the sizzle might have cued them up uh to to me being there and with my mermaid gone, because I'd gotten on a ship, I finally had an opportunity to get the rest of this treasure. So I started grabbing anything that I could fit into a chest and throwing it into the rowboat. Uh, as soon as I got most of their stuff on, I think there was maybe one or two trinkets, maybe like a, a siren gem. That was about it. That uh, I I just, I, I was like, all right, I got a majority of their stuff. I'm good. We're dropping the rowboat and we're going. 
Uh, and sure enough, <laughs> when I got uh, when I got into the rowboat, I disembarked the rowboat from the actual ship, and a whole bunch of ocean crawlers popped up out of the ground and scared them. They started to freak out about that, and I had a clear clear view of where I was seeing like them right in front of their ship, stealing their treasure and making making it out with with no not like nothing. I it was amazing. It was there was no no red flags, nothing coming from them. So I managed. Managed to row from Crook's Hollow over to Ancient Spire Outpost because uh, Davram had actually been sailing over there. We were going to turn in what we had, uh, I think, at the time. I actually can't remember what we ended up doing, but I, I sold it. I sold what we had, and uh, man, what uh, what a heart racing moment that was. Um, and and I and it's always one of those moments. You know those moments when you have those moments. You always wish that you could be there to see their faces when they come back to the ship after being on an island for a certain amount of time and realizing their rowboat's gone and all of their treasure is gone, except for like one or two things that that they didn't have time to steal. And it's such a thrilling experience that I was just like, oh, this is what I love about Sea of Thieves. These moments where all you plan to do is go drop a coconut on their stove because you're just bored and you you know you can't take a fight because you're two manning a galleon against a two man sloop and there's there's really low chance that that'll actually work out if if the crews are competent enough. Uh, but outside of that, it was just like man, finding the opportunity, taking the opportunity. It was so worth being able to steal their treasure. Uh, and I feel bad that, you know, they they had no clue, but I, I hopefully in, in the back of my mind, I think this was the opportunity that they needed to realize that you really have to uh, you really have to pay attention to what's going on around you when you're when you're sailing. So with that, I think that's going to do it um, a little bit shorter episode as uh, we usually don't have a lot. I mean, we've been covering a lot of the season six stuff over the last couple episodes. Uh, so it'd be really interesting um, if you guys get a chance to. There's also a really good video uh, called Pirate King out by uh, Fuzzy Bond that he put out. Really, really awesome idea about how to try and utilize the sea forts, uh, put treasure in them, uh, make a key and then hide the key and then, you know, defend the fort and uh, just really cool way of kind of uh using that that kind of content in a way that is is unique to sea of thieves um that isn't actually implemented by rare themselves uh and i think this is going to close it out as far as the actual uh season four or no anniversary for the four-year anniversary of the game um, i'm interested to see what's going to happen with uh the fifth anniversary i'm hoping that we get a little more celebration out of it because uh we we did get the the nice special effect uh stream that was was really cool over the weekend that was really awesome there was a lot going on with that a lot of people have been uh thanking rare and and thanking sea of thieves as far as like this game being out um this this game has meant a lot to me i've been in love with this game ever since uh, i found it in beta and it's just been amazing for me for my life for my community uh, bringing a community to me has been really amazing as well too um really impressed just like and i'm hoping that it's you know, I'm hoping that year five really brings something interesting. I, I wonder if seasons have maybe maybe made it a little tougher for that, uh, because at least with the first anniversary, um, we got the anniversary update. We got uh, Tall Tales. We got Arena uh, with anniversary two. Uh, we got the Emissary System and the Reaper Faction with uh, year three. Year three was actually the uh, seasons uh, that kind of kicked off. We got the seasonal stuff. And now as we get into season six and they kill Arena, um, I'm kind of hoping that we get something that 
you know, really kind of shows off something really awesome for season five. Um, it's an interesting time. I think we're going to be getting more content as, as the year progresses that really just kind of adds to the value of, of the base game. Now that arena is not necessarily a factor, they don't have to balance for it. They don't have to try and maintain that. Um, I'm hoping that more effort can be put into, uh, adventure because, Right, right now is kind of a rough spot, I think, for the game as far as a, as far as content goes. I think the first year anniversary was really amazing. We got a lot of uh, really cool things to the game. It was just a great, great place. Uh, Emissary was really great, aside from a couple balancing tweaks. Season one was the promise of of what season six would become, uh, and season five adding content. Uh, and we got Pirates Life, which I think a Pirates Life is a great addition to the game in in the third year. Uh, so now, as we're in the fourth year, um, I'm hoping to find out what's going to keep us moving forward. Uh, the promise is there, the the trust is there. I just hope that the the game gets to a point where it's a lot more stable. I think that the stability has been been really tough. I haven't played on a server that has been under a hundred ping in oh, it's been a long time it's been a really long time since i've had that um so and and with you know my hardware getting worse and worse over time it's pushing me more and more towards uh playing on my xbox series x uh which makes it tough because it's it's hard to stream and do and stream well from that um just based on you know the ability to do that uh unless i actually just grab the system and actually bring it. We you know what I need to do is I just need to get a Series S. I think I just need to get a Series S and bring it in here and use my PC as the streaming system and then use the Xbox Series S as the uh, the the console hooked up to it. So we'll we'll have to see how that goes in the future. Hopefully that'll be something as uh, deals and stuff go on. I've seen some Series S's for less than three hundred, which is kind of amazing. Um, but I'm getting off track. I'm getting sidetracked on this um congratulations to rare man uh sea of thieves probably one of the best games they've ever made as a as a studio and i i can't wait for whatever wild is but i think my heart's always going to be with sea of thieves uh i, I don't know that anything they make from now on is is going to really kind of change that perspective um i put out a post today on twitter uh that showed like my merchandise and my display cases um with a picture of my my tattoo for the reaper's mark Sea of Thieves is going to be a part of my life for for the rest of my life. I, I don't I don't think that'll ever change. I don't I don't think I ever wanted to change either. Uh, but being able to play with others, to to enjoy the experience, and to see where the game goes, to see how it changes, to see how it's changed uh, compared to the you know the first year when I first made my pirate, and uh, I looked at him wearing his Black Sea Dog set. He was so happy. He didn't have any scars or tattoos. He had both his hands and both his feet. You know, he had long hair. It was it was such a, a such a wide eyed adventurer venturing into the Sea of Thieves. And as I look now, he's you know he's got uh, revenant eyes, scars across his face, tattoos on his back. He doesn't have any more hair. Uh, he's he's lost an arm and he's or he's lost a hand and he's lost a foot. Uh, he's he's definitely a changed pirate, but so am I. Uh, so I, I've been very. I'm very curious to see what another year in Sea of Thieves will do to my pirate uh, and, and how that's going to affect his his overall outcome. But genuinely, um, regardless of the state of the game, as far as like perf goes, uh, I, I love this game. It, it means a lot to me. And, and I think that's I think that's a testament to any dev studio who feels the same way about that game, because you can tell Sea of Thieves team, they really care about this game. They really want it to succeed. They really want to be able to continue working on it for a long time. And I think they've got a good roadmap on how to do that. Uh, I think the execution is is where things 
uh, will, will only come into question. Um, but outside of that, and uh, if you guys happen to get a chance to venture out to some of the sea forts and you see that the uh, little little uh, wood plat platform that you can put stuff on that you can kind of wheel out above the water uh, out in the, the bottom floor there, if you ever take a look above that and you see that the rope isn't actually attached to the rope that connects to the platform, um, just, to, just remember that the rope itself is on a magic sea fort that appeared out of nowhere. And that while things may look like they are real, it's it's all magic. It's all it's all just kind of like made up. It's all memories. So uh, probably good opportunity for us to remind ourselves that the phantoms that those memories uh, of the sea forts are based on probably not as strong as uh, as our memories of of like what our ship uh, ship rope looks like. You know, it's it's all connected on our ship, but our ship's a physical place and a real thing. And these are all just magical sea forts and maybe forgive them until uh, their memory gets better and we, we see all the ropes properly attached to all the different things in the sea forts, including that one weird pulley out on Mercy's End that isn't connected to anything uh, that you can interact with that I still can't work out. Also, Mike Chapman, please answer me on the Kraken Skull. Why is there a Kraken Skull uh, above a fireplace outside of just looking cool? Were they were were there Krakens when 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 the when when their the sea forts were real uh, in in not just memories? I, I have to know. Anyways, Pirates, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you all to to those that are, are listening, joining up. Uh, next week, we have the Patreon episode, so uh, there's a specific Gold Hoarder channel in the Discord. If you have any topics or suggestions you want to throw in there, if you can't make it, uh, it's open to everyone. Um, it's obviously the more people in there, the, the less time each person's going to have to be able to kind of uh, talk about the topics that they want to talk about, but the floor is always open. The episode is, is to kind of get your feedback on the season, how you feel about it, the content that's in there, what you've noticed uh, anything that you feel about it and just kind of share your thoughts with uh rare in general if, if they're listening uh and just to kind of let people know like how you feel or, or bring some different perspectives on there so that's going to be recording next week um, as we round out the the march month and as we get into april and I think Pirates, that's going to do it. If you want to get a hold of me, there's plenty of ways to do that. Head over to uh, uh, C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N on Twitter. Uh, you can always write in an email to the show at C-A-P-T-L-O-G-U-N at gmail.com. Uh, you can always join the Discord if you want as well, too, and uh, join up there. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, head over to patreon.com forward slash keelhauled podcast to do that. Uh, you can get access to the Gold Hoarder channel as well as the end of the month episodes. Um, I think in the near future... Uh, we might be doing an earlier uh, viewing of another another piratey movie. I think Treasure Planet uh, was the suggestion. So I will have to see if I actually own that. If not, I will have to buy that. And then I will end up having to uh, set up a time uh, an event for those uh, who want to watch that. So uh, keep an eye out for that. If that all works out, awesome. Um, and then I think Pirates, I think that's going to do it. So uh, thank you. I love you. And I look forward to sailing with you on the Sea of Thieves.
My name is Brian Burton. It's been 26 years since the bombs fell. And since I've left the vault, I've been trying to rebuild. This isn't the Appalachia that I remember. There's so much more to everything going on. And I promise to find the answer. So if you're out there, if you're listening, just hone in on these coordinates. Remember, there's a place for you at the end. Omega. The Omega Broadcast Fallout Story is available on iTunes, Spotify, and many great podcasting sources. Hey, Simone. Yes, Chad. What would you say is your favorite bad movie? Oh, where would I start? But probably at Zombie Strippers. Oh, yeah, which we've actually done on our podcast, Fresh Tomatoes, the movie podcast. This is a podcast where we take some of the worst movies ever created, and even some of those movies that you might have thought were brilliant, but still got a bad critic score, and we say nice things about them, because you know what? Someone put the effort in, so we're gonna be there, fighting in their corner. Absolutely, Chad. Even if the movie was total garbage, there are some makeup artists that gave it their all, and we're here to recognize that. Exactly. And with really fun themes every week, such as National Treasure Week, Weddings Week, uh, movies with Jeremy Irons and dragons in them, How could you go wrong by joining us every Tuesday and Thursday for some optimism in your life? And like we say at the end of every episode, we love you and there's nothing you can do about it. We love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Goodbye!